Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Story Break, the Writer's Room podcast, Star Wars fan cast, where three <laughs> Jedi masters write an entire Star Wars script, week by week, scene by scene, one page at a time. I am your Padawan, Freddy Wan. Wait, are Get we it? Jedi masters or Padawans? <laughs> Freddy's all over the map. Yeah. I can be both. No, you can't. What if I wanted to be both? How dare you? Padawan's got cooler robes and better rat tails. A Padawan in the streets, a Jedi master Jedi in the master sheets, in the sheets Wait, baby. I don't know. That's not good. I don't think there's any situation where you want to be a Padawan. <laughs> yeah. I'm Will Campos and Freddy Wong. We have approved your appointment to the Jedi Council as the Chancellor's personal representative. You are on this council, but we do not grant you the rank of master. Oh, damn. And that's where you say this is outrageous. This is unfair. That's the that's the classic line. That's the classic line. That's the classic one. That's the classic call and response, actually. It's part has been ritualized. (laughs) Hey, everybody. This is uh, Matt Arnold, a little under the weather. Um, I feel like you really know who your true friends are when you're six. So I just want to say thanks for nothing, uh, Will and uh, Freddie. But uh, thanks, Kathleen, for that chicken soup you brought over. That's really nice of you. And JJ, man. Never here when I need you. So anyways, thanks, Kathleen. That's all. Damn, brutal. Yeah, I know. Where was Kathleen when I brought you veggie lasagna when Don That's had to true. stay home from daycare a couple That's weeks ago? That's true. I can't Slaving get the over that hot veggie lasagna. <laughs> Does Kathleen tell you about great animes to watch like I do? <laughs> I only want to joke about this, and I don't. Honestly, it's being pretty generous, if you would call that bit. I just did a joke, but I don't want to joke anymore. I want to say straight up, Will, thank you for that lasagna. Every time Will makes this You're delicious veggie lasagna, it makes our family's day. So, And, and this time, my daughter got to experience that lasagna and she loved it so thank you will lasagnas are my love language that's how i Ooh, <laughs> that's how well, I communicate in that case we are married not that sexy was affection <laughs> okay <laughs> all right where are we where this I'm, is a star wars podcast <laughs> folks you. come on oh so i'm not just delirious we're actually doing a star wars podcast okay yeah. good this is our career now let's do Your this nightmares have finally come true this is an erotically charged <laughs> lasagna cast where we talk about ricotta welcome to garfield and friends where we talk about all things lasagna <laughs> you guys had a case of the mondays all right sexy garfield stuff could happen later once we cut where were we where were we we're doing a movie about charging last scene was a great scene so let's talk about the last scene and where we're at now previously on star wars uh <laughs> ghost qui-gon jinn bullied jar jar binks into going undercover as his man on the inside of the Emperor's inner circle. Last we saw Jar Jar, he was shaking hands with the Emperor, and now it feels like, Freddie and I were doing a little pregame chit-chat, it Mm -hmm. feels like this might be time for like a montage, do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, those are great. Like we're going to dip our toe into some Jar Jar politics water. I have, by the way, I was thinking about this because I was like, oh, man, you really want to see, because we just spent all this time with Padme, you want to see her reaction to Jar Jar becoming the Emperor's pawn. You want her to be, like, mad at him, but I'm like, but shit, she dies almost instantly after this episode. So, but what about this? We all know Padme died of a broken heart. No, we said this last time. No, 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 no. But just hear me, hear me out. Hear me. No, last time it was like, what if he puts a hit out on Padme? And it was like, no, 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 no. (laughs) Here's what I'm proposing. We cut to Padme and she's like in that bed from when she's in labor or whatever. But you do, she's like clinging. So like she seems to be losing the will to live. And then she looks up and what's that? It's a TV in the corner playing the footage of Jar Jar shaking hands with the emperor. And she like looks away all sad. And then like, you know, like if we were real hacks, you'd have it go like, beep, like she's flatlined. And you're like, code blue. 
I like the idea of like dying Padme see Jar Jar like sell out yes. his nation. I think that's I like fun. dying Padme seeing Jar Jar. I just can't possibly imagine that Padme would give enough of a shit. <laughs> and like that's the reason. Matt, that's the whole flex of this movie. It's like a heck of a retcon. That's the whole flex of this movie is that we're aggressively bold faced declaring that Jar Jar is everyone's favorite character, including all the characters in Star Wars. They all love Jar Jar. Here's the thing, though. It's actually more more than anything, ignoring the fact that like whether or not Padme cares about Jar Jar that much which she doesn't but like even if she did it's more like we know it, it actually weirdly enough undermines that scene because like she's in the middle of like giving birth and like Anakin just betrayed her so I feel like trying to like throw the Jar Jar stuff into that almost like makes the Jar Jar stuff feel smaller if you know what I mean like a little bit like you know if this was a sitcom somebody would come in and be like Padme like Jar Jar and she'd be like get out as, as like you know doctor screaming it's crowning or whatever <laughs> like, i don't care like i don't care <laughs> like this is not important at all obi-wan's pacing <laughs> smoking cigarettes in the room yeah. that outside <laughs> it's like jar jar's betrayed the republic it's like you think i care she's been there for six hours <laughs> you know like flicking a cigarette sorry just throwing this out there do you think they have fat stogies in the star wars universe they got death sticks because they got death sticks but like what about like death clubs or like death trunks like big old fat stoves if i've learned anything is that wikipedia literally has more articles than the actual okay so in wikipedia there is something called cigara also cigar and cigarello <laughs> that was a mild narcotic that could be ignited yep i see some pictures of some cool aliens smoking some cool stogies <laughs> and yes lando calrissian was known to be an avid uh, cigara smoker that's right yeah yeah because i think he has one in solo yeah here's one of my favorite things about star wars Sorry, well, wait, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> sorry, sorry, Will. In this Wikipedia article on Cigara, the scent which was given off by smoking a cigar allowed Luke Skywalker to track Niles Ferrier using force smell. Bro, you could track them just by normal smell. <laughs> Wait, force smell? Are you? Force smell. There's a force smell. You can force smell stuff. Like, dude, like reference once in this scene in Dark Force Rising. <laughs> in this scene, oh, and actually, there is a canon art. The canon article for Sagara is a lot smaller, but it's still there. It's a thing. So yeah. So we're saying one of my favorite things about Star Wars is like it's clearly like it's like there's a lot of stuff they're grifting from like oh yeah you need them to watch a TV or they need to see the news or whatever and like nine times out of ten they'll be like well we got to Star Wars it up a little bit we're gonna call it a cigar. <laughs> This yeah. is its weird backstory. This is the planet where they go the tobacco for the tobacco for it or whatever, right? And then like one time out of every ten, you'll just find an article on Wikipedia that's just like sheep. And they're like, they just fucking have sheep in Star Wars. They're sheep, man. They're I don't sheep. know what they're to tell you. They're goddamn Wars. sheep. They're sheep. It's like wool is good everywhere. Yeah, like, it's just they have gum. Yeah. <laughs> we couldn't figure it out. They don't have space gum. They have bubble gum. I mean, it would make sense that a few things on Earth would make it like through this galaxy. Yeah, they would discover the same thing. Like they have wheels, right? Yeah. Like anyway, <laughs> the whole galaxy didn't have wheels until they discovered her. Like, oh. That's how they get around on the ground. That's why we went to space. We couldn't figure out how to move around on the ground, so we went straight to space. But luckily, we found the species that have wheels. All right. So where we're at is we need to figure out where the rest of this movie is going. And we're in one of those kind of moments again. So oh, no. Jar Jar's making his deal with the devil here, right? And essentially yes. what we set up is the sort of promise that everyone is going to like immediate question is how are people going to react to Jar Jar becoming the governor? What is becoming the governor and becoming the emperor's stooge entail? And then it feels like our beat here is 
Qui-Gon has foreseen some horrible calamity that's going to fall. The galaxy is already happening. He's like, the Emperor is up to no good, and I need to stop him, and you're going to help me stop him, right? Yes. And then we end with literally Emperor Palpatine introducing Jar Jar to, you know, a packed room of politicians and whatnot. So you need to essentially establish his new status quo, get to whatever the new bad guy thing is going to be, and then, like, you know, Jar Jar is going to now feel compelled to stop this thing you know, from happening. Mm-hmm. But then there's going to be a conflict with Qui-Gon, maybe where Qui-Gon's like, no, 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 you're not going to stop it from happening. You're going to help it happen. You have to let this or whatever. happen. That's your next sequence. That's my point, though. Yes. I think we had talked about last episode, but it feels like this could build to, I mean, yes, you probably have some sort of, you know, status quo, time-passing montage to get a sense of this, but it feels like the next moment is, I like, because I feel like whatever is the, like, larger situation he's going to deal with that he wants to stop from happening would be introduced with and he would be teamed up with Anakin or Darth Vader now, right? I like this, like, you are going to have to have the scene where he meets Annie, especially since the previous scene was him seeing everything that Annie did. So the sooner you can get that here, the more emotional it will be because he just had the experience of oh and like my best friend killed a bunch of children it's that classic cop movie scene where like we've got a sweet montage of dirty harry kicking down doors and blowing away perps and then they're like here's your new partner and then like there's a red card scratch and the partner's darth vader how do you think anakin well we know how anakin responds to padme's death um because mm-hmm. of the famous uh, scene no but, um, no but that's like, he got all of his feelings out there. You know, he doesn't mm-hmm. have to go to therapy anymore. He expressed himself. So he's like, so. like all men, he uh, cried one time and now he's good. Now he's not going to deal with his feelings all. until his next violent outburst. Because right, I'm trying to think of the way to play Because I actually feel like that is kind of like emotionally the real next moment is like, how do you deal with Jar Jar learning about Padme's death and then him meeting anakin or meeting darth vader for the first time which it feels like they're kind of connected like does he hear about padme and then like go to see anakin and then we get to have the fun of playing anakin like anakin's like past that he's like you know i'm no longer you know the mere friend you you remember jar jar like i'm something new just like you like right you're governor now like we're not jar jar and Annie Ooh, anymore. i like that just like you mm. this tragedy has reforged both of us you know we've both transformed you know it's darth vader and governor jar jar yeah it's just like old times buddy <laughs> yeah it's just like old times buddy we both hate like all kids like we should all die oh god anakin no yeah something like that actually if you were going to do a montage right we could see padme's funeral and jar jar is there as like a dignitary do you know what i mean yeah mm-hmm. like as someone like you know because he's the governor of naboo right and like she'd probably be get buried on naboo so like you could see him there as the new governor and emperor palpatine's there and like jar jar kind of knows what happened again but he's got like he's got to give a speech at padme's funeral that's one of the first things he has to do as governor like that kind of stuff i think is interesting Ooh, how do they play padme's death to the public that's true that's a good question because like right either they would disappear it and just pretend she didn't exist anymore and like they're not gonna make a martyr out of her or anything or they play as because she didn't have time to like fight, you know, in a way that was like seen publicly all over Naboo or whatever. The way we played it, it's more like her last words were, you know, my dear Anakin, you know, become the great Vader that you were meant to be. And like, you know, or whatever. Bring order to the galaxy. Yeah. Do they make it a big public uh, affair or whatever and kind of use her death for some positive purpose? Or do they kind of just like sweep it under the rug? Seeing Jar Jar lie about her last words because we as the audience know that it wasn't about that is pretty good, I think. I'm reading the ancient texts. I'm on the Jedi <laughs> holocrons of Wikipedia, reading 
funeral of Padme Amidala. Uh, okay, let's see. Blah, blah, blah. Here's a whole bunch of crap about the fight. Don't even mention Jar Jar. Uh, we're changing one thing because among the attendees were Queen uh, Apelana oh, and C.O. Bibble, the governor of Seed, <laughs> who was one of Amidala's advisors. Who the hell is C.O. Bibble? Oh, I got to learn more about this well, guy. Well, we're undoing that because we're saying Jar Jar is governor. But no, no, to answer your question, I cannot find any information on how her death was spun or like why, like, again, because it's very weird if it's just yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, but it's clearly it was public. Well, no, but what's tough too, because it's like the most obvious thing would be to say she died in childbirth, right? Oh, yeah. But that literally just says that like the fact that she oh. had, again, like her kids were Luke and Leia Skywalker. The fact that she had kids was hushed up. Mm. Yes. Louis Anakin didn't know he had kids. Yeah. So it's not like the fact that she had live children would be something that is common knowledge. So like, it's very interesting that they would just have to come up with like what the explanation of why the senator just drove like who was all of 30 just dropped dead. I mean, couldn't they lie and say you do a thing where like all the robots and everybody in the hospital were executed. Hey, hey Matt, they don't have to execute robots. You can just reboot them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like they turned waste. them off. They went around and turned off the hospital. You have to unbend the paper clip. You have to hold down the button at their neck for like four seconds. seconds. And pull out the SIM card. Yeah, pull the memory card, hold the button down for four seconds. Then it's like right back to factory settings, you know? They could say a Jedi killed her. A Jedi killed her. <laughs> Sorry, it's just the idea of like, well, what, what happened to her? Oh, whatever, Jedi killed Jedi. her. It's just like... Sure, I think people are beginning to not believe you can't use a Jedi for as an excuse for everything. Whatever, some Jedi did that it. sounds like Jedi talk to me. <laughs> to me. Sounds like what a Jedi, Jedi get to you? Say. No, no, I don't even know what a Jedi is. Oh, that's what a Jedi would say. Very suspicious. It sounds exactly like what a Jedi would say. Okay, okay, okay. So... This Jedi made me late for my rent. I mean, you could probably just, like, in a montage, like, be like Padme's, like, right? I don't think you'd really question if it was just, like, during this. It's yeah. like, you see Padme's body, and Jar Jar looks sad, and I you I fed get... three credits into this space soda machine that Jedi <laughs> took all the change <laughs> using the Force. She had sudden onset space death or whatever. Like, you know, like, yeah, this rough galaxy out there. She, you know, she got space illness and died. Emperor Palpatine is playing his Xbox 360 and the three red rings appear and he goes, Duh, Jedi. <laughs> I was playing missing. Call of Duty on my Xbox and a Jedi head shot me and said mean things about my mother. I know who did this. I know who went 14 and 0 and got a nuke on Nuke Town. It was the Jedi. That's not a player. That is some sort of Jedi. I bought auto buying PS5s and instead it sent me two gaming laptops. Damn Jedi. Took the my Jedi PS5. have taken all the GeForce 30 series cards and okay. I'm driving the price up. Okay. All right. I feel like our version of Godwin's Law where everything turns into an argument about Hitler is just everything eventually turns into Freddy talking about graphics cards. <laughs> <laughs> graphics card. Listen, so I got a lot on my mind these days, and it's mostly has to do with teraflops <laughs> and AI uprising technology. Okay, okay, okay. okay. So, okay. all right. So, <laughs> let's talk about, let's work backwards for a moment. What do we want with him yes. meeting Anakin? And what is, because again, I feel like this is essentially setting up their like dual weird buddy not buddy cop you know what i mean like i feel like he is the politician and anakin is the muscle for this new directive or whatever that jar jar is going to want to stop from happening which means he's going to have to literally work underneath you know the nose of somebody who knows him very well and is now a murderous psychopath but he also feels sympathetic to him because he's like i think deep down he thinks anakin can change right as part of it okay here's what i think the first thing mm -hmm. looks in my so i think you need to establish 
like again, why would the emperor pick Jar Jar? Just and I, I'm getting to your question. I promise. Yeah, I think Jar Jar would be popular at first, right? Like it would be like, oh, it's Jar Jar. We just saw everyone loves him. Like, and yeah, again, for, a, yeah. everyone loves him. The emperor, like especially the emperor, is like you know a becloaked maniacal villain, right? Who needs like a good face man to like sell him and sell the idea of an empire to the people of Naboo. So like, that's what Jar Jar does. Like Jar Jar is there to be the smiling, cheering face of the empire on Naboo. That's kind of what makes sense to me, right? It's like people, like I need to take power. I need to assert my dominance. Like I'm going to pick a puppet that people like, right? So that they won't yeah. mind the fact that I'm now essentially an authoritarian. It's like Nixon picking Gerald Ford or like Spyro Agnew. Like they're both like pretty like, nice looking dudes. They're like, yeah. oh, hey, that Nixon guy Just looks a- like the devil. It's like, hey, oh, but he's like friends with like a nice old man. Joe Force seems like a nice guy, and he's like his last name's like the car. Like, yeah, yes, it's like it's a like deep relationship. Yes. And if you're in a new montage, I think you want to see Jar Jar, and essentially see Jar Jar doing that well. Like Jar Jar tells everyone that civil rights have been suspended, but then he trips and falls on his face, and everyone laughs. It goes, oh, Jar Jar, yeah. and you cut to Nate. Civil rights are suspended, but we're all sending you six hundred dollars checks. Everybody's like, yeah, that's pretty good. Everybody's like, yay. <laughs> Like that sort of thing. Yeah. Jar Jar wins the hearts and minds of the blue check marks on Twitter. But okay, so essentially what you do is then there would be some sort of wrinkle, right? Someone's not buying it. And then that's a problem for the emperor. And that would be essentially this Gungan resistance, right? Yes. Who are like, fuck this. We're not getting bossed around by anybody. You know, like we know bullshit. We know authoritarianism when we see it. Because mm-hmm. you know, like Gungans have spent their whole fucking time getting bossed around by people. Like this sucks. Like we're not falling for it. And then you would go off of that to you know, Anakin's first mission, which is being called in to crush this resistance on Naboo. The idea then is that Anakin and Jar Jar are going to be the emperor's good cop, bad cop to essentially take care of this problem. Yes. Yes. And so that seems like the structure of it to me at any rate, in terms of like what the next little thrust of it is. Could you do, is there something fun in order to give this like that Star Wars vibe? Mm -hmm. The clock transition, Matt. You go, boo. Oh, yeah, like that's right. Actually, yeah. That's actually enough. Never mind. That's crazy to story. Think I think we're pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah. Actually, everything you just said, just put that transition. We're good. There's nothing um, worse than when I'm watching a Star Wars thing and I'm just fucking not having it. And like, I'm already writing the tweet in my head that I'm going to post about how like, this is not as good as Star Wars used to be when I was a child and the world was beautiful. And then like, <laughs> they throw that clock wipe at you. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Nope, you don't nope. win me over with a clock wipe <laughs> with your shaky plotting and like, the fact that I'm not 12 anymore. Yeah. Here's what it is, folks. Our Star Wars movie will have the first star wipe. Like a full on from the middle of the screen, a five pointed star comes straight out. No, into we the do next a scene. Jar Jar silhouette, like like a, a jar Batman, wipe. So, a jar wipe. Oh, like a Batman, like it's <laughs> <laughs> all Jar Jar's face. Okay, okay. What I was gonna say is, could this be about? And maybe Jar Jar doesn't know it's about, or maybe even Anakin. But could the thing you're tracking? Could this be about whether? And I mean, obviously we know the answer, but could this be about Bail Organa and? Luke and baby Leia getting off the planet. Are they hunting them? No, I think no. you're running into because tr- I'm pretty sure the Emperor doesn't even know about them. Oh, okay. And Vader definitely doesn't know about them. Yeah, yeah, true, true. They true. don't realize who Luke Skywalker is until Luke blows up the Death Star. I think you're fine with the Gungan Resistance. We already planted our Gungan. Yeah, we have Coca-Seal. all the bits of the Gungan yeah. Resistance already. Yeah. Yeah. So yes, I think you could do like you know. Anakin's first job is to crush this resistance yeah. as his new Sith master is to crush his resistance on Naboo. Yeah. Yes. And then as the governor, he is the politician in wartime. Like, you know, he's like, uh, yes, there's a hierarchy like Anakin's essentially in charge, but like, you know, right. They need to build up. And yes, I would do is not as easy as they think it is. Right. That's probably like, you're going to, if you know, this is probably going to have some sort of, you know, similarities to kind of a Vietnam type story. Like, I feel like it's not hard. Like they're like, Hey, we're going to go crush them. And it's like, nah, like you can't just crush the Naboo. Like, look, they fucking went in 
underwater like they know the other half of the planet better than you do and like you know they're going to start building an army like and they need a bigger army like Thedes needs to go into production to like crush his resistance and whatnot and then of course you also do that Jar Jar being a Gungan like knows a lot of the yeah. tricks right like yeah. but is he going to sell them out you know for the sake of his cover yes I think that's all down the road I think that's all yes, yes. right now I think it's and by the way one of the other things I really like about this for Darth Vader's first mission is that it's like tons of stuff for him to be super emo about like because this is where he had his romance with his true love right like this is then she's dead now and he's a monster so it's like him walking around and like seeing the palace where they shared that awkward smooch where he made that sand speech like damn dude that's gonna fucking hit him right in the field yeah minor thing does it have to be do you think there's just like a resistance growing like obviously we're going to use the gun guns i'm wondering is it going to be like do you straight up be like hey there's just a gun gun resistance or is like there's a resistance you know this city of gun gun you know like this area of gun guns as well as like you know the city like is it just like a general resistance or do you want i'm curious as if we're playing to like some weird stuff it's it's a general yeah it's like only gun guns no i don't know if you need to make it like a colonialism metaphor yeah exactly exactly no no it's a planet wide it's like you know you do a thing about the planet and you know they've seen some war already they're already kind of of this mindset they're independently minded or what have you yes i feel like at some point you're going to get to a point where he is going like i think there is a point later like the dramatic irony or whatever will be that one of the groups they like go to will be like croquet and like you know her army or whatever but yes yes and again i don't know that this is even like army stage this is like french resistance kind of stuff yes, like yeah. people running around with like you know explosives and sabotage and Ooh, that kind of thing like people are trying to kill jar jar i think it escalates to that for sure i think it escalates to like we have to take out jar jar Binks. but what i was gonna say is i think you do that it's a resistance network and the oh you know what would be kind of cool this could be kind of cool hear me out is that you do that it is a cabal of like-minded Gungans and people of Naboo, and they call themselves the Circle. Mm -hmm. And what you do is they're referring to when Qui-Gon called the Nabooians and the Gungans a symbiotic circle. Because that was essentially how he convinces them to unite, is that they have to take care of each other. Like, they're part of an ecosystem together. Dang, well, have you been thinking about Star Wars in your spare time or what? (laughs) It's okay. You can admit it to us, your bros, your star bros. I'm never not thinking about Star Wars. This is going on in the background at all times. But their mysterious leader, who is, of course, Croquet, who's the one who's leading it. And, yes, their goal is to resist the emperor at all turns because they're like this is anathema to our way of life like this is fucked up like you know like we believe in democracy we believe in this and that and the other and it starts out again it's one of those things violence begets violence right it starts out peaceful enough it's like you know they're making protest art and defacing statues and you know like making like a sort of political statement and then it's like no we need to crack down on these guys and it just starts spinning out of control so i feel like obviously not exactly the next thing but i feel like this is the next here's my pitch for what i think is like the next arc for jar jar like the next like Mm -hmm. kind of flow here because I feel like the next moment with Qui-Gon would be something like this. I feel like Jar Jar, more or less, he's accepted his fate, but he doesn't do a good job at the beginning. Meaning, like, mm-hmm. there's meetings, like, behind closed doors with, like, the Emperor and Anakin. And, like, and Jar Jar's like, oh, should I be in there? He's like, no, you're fine. Just smile on the big screen. It's okay. Like, you know, you precious, like, you know, little gun gun. Like, you know, you don't have the stomach for this stuff. And Jar Jar's happy. Like, not happy, but he's like, I guess, I, you know, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. I'm just here. I'm fucking not involved. And when he gets to Qui-Gon, it's going to be like, at some point, Qui-Gon's like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, nobody knows I'm a spy. Like, I'm fine. I'm doing stuff. He's like, yeah, you need to get closer. Like, so next time they ask you, like, you need to have an opinion about whether or not to execute.
execute 100 people because you need to fucking get into that room, buddy. Mm -hmm. And you need that moment where Jar Jar goes from just like being a passive observer, like, hey, I'm undercover. Like, maybe I'll find something, you know, I'll sneak around the palace to be like, no, 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 no. Like, it feels like that happens pretty fast. I was going to say, you need to go from the emperor being like, you're like a dumb puppet that's just nice to keep people placated. You're like, oh, like Jar Jar's got some uses. Like, you know, we can talk to him about stuff. And yes, like, I think he yeah. needs to prove that. Jar Jar needs to get into the room where it happens. Is yes, what you're saying. exactly. Oh, I knew it. Yes. Which, you know, maybe he gets that idea after watching the Jar Jar Binks Hamilton live show that the Emperor puts on for him. Well, yeah, and Disney's got the right, so we can literally score the sequence to the room where it happens. Do we say Darth Manuel Miranda last time? Was that the idea? <laughs> no. <laughs> Darth Manuel. Chad, go ahead and score this entire montage to the room where it happens. Dun, dun, da, 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 da. Okay, so, all right. All right, so yes, but yes, you, you're right. In terms of the sequence, like painting that there is the war room, there's the inner council meeting that Jar Jar is not a part of. They're like, no, Jar Jar, yeah. this is just, we're talking about boring stuff, you know, like Project Exodus or whatever. Right? <laughs> Project like, Murder Innocence. Project like, oh. Tyrannus. And you're like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, what's yeah. up with that? They got to come up with cleaner names. Like, can't you just have like a, a it's me, Darth Smiles? <laughs> no, actually, it should be that. It should be like Project Smiles. And then when Qui-Gon gets all mad, he's like, Qui-Gon, there's nothing. There's like, it's like Project Smiles. It's like, Jar Jar, are you, you fool. It's a cover. Jar Jar, you think they call it Jar Jar murder children? Of course. It's a, what the fuck are you doing? Like, get in that room, you idiot. How about this for a low moment? Hear me out. Is it's the like Project Black Falcon or Project Exodus or whatever. And then Qui-Gon's like, you need to find out what Project Exodus, blah, blah, blah. It's a whole my vision it's i heard the name exes and then you do jar jar fucking sells out naboo gets a shitload of people killed puts all this horrible blood on his hands and finally gets invited to fucking project exodus and it's just their code word for boys night out and then they're just like <laughs> fucking playing xbox and partying at tgi fridays and he's like i got people killed for this i guess it was worth it i guess i proved to you that i was a murderer so that's why you let me into your call of duty clan like ah, uh, no actually it's just we got a spot open so like we just invited you we would let you in and that's not why we let you in he's like no Qui-Gon you fool Qui-Gon's like no good now get him to choke on a chicken bone from the bottomless boneless wings <laughs> they're boneless wings Qui-Gon okay cool 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 yes I feel like this is Jar Jar is smiling as Naboo is changing into like essentially a kingdom of Thedes is a bunch of rich politicians and generals and all the important people that the Emperor Palpatine wants to placate and pretty much outside of Thedes is nothing but like it's becoming a martial state right like they're essentially suppressing all of resistance and on the rest of Naboo and they're using the planet also for you know other military means and whatnot and Jar Jar is kind of just helplessly kind of doing nothing here be like I, you know I guess I'm undercover and then I feel like you get to this moment with Anakin where they meet again and I don't quite know what their conversation is, but I feel like that moment even ends with like, well, you know, Jar Jar, like, you know, you do you go be the governor. I'm going to go to Emperor Palpatine, like, and he closes the door. And it's like, he needs to get into that room to like, he needs to be part of this group or something. Okay. Yes. Full boring. Let me see if I can structure this out. So you've got Jar Jar, you know, kissing babies and shaking hands and, you know, keeping the public amused and entertained and happy while their rights are being taken away and the planet is being turned, like you said, into like a fascist, you know, state, essentially, yeah. like a, under one party totalitarian rule. And so Jar Jar is the dancing clown that's distracting them from all that happening. You need to represent that somehow. And then you do, yes, there is this room that he is not allowed in, right? Like there's this level of access that he does not have. And then, you know, like, so like then he needs to get in there. And then essentially this Gungan resistance this resistance popping up and like deciding to crush it is going to be the way he, that he's going to prove to them that he deserves to be in the inner circle. I think I got like a good structure for this. Okay. I think the way the you structure his montage is actually, I think you, you get to Anakin pretty quickly. It's like, I think you do 
he introduces people. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's shaking hands and stuff. And then who's that who steals him away from the crowd? It's Darth Vader. Like, surprise the audience with a sudden reveal of Darth Vader. It's like, oh, I like that. Not much for these, you know, parties or whatever. Now Jar Jar is like, holy shit. Like, I just watched this guy kill a bunch of kids. I think you structure the montage where, like, him and Anakin have these walks down the hall where they talk about what's going on. And it always ends with Anakin going to, like, his room and closing the door on Jar Jar in a subtle way, being like, hey, you know, go ahead and put a smile on, keep doing what you're doing. And in between those sequences, those little, like, bits with Anakin where he's kind of, like, bonding with Anakin to some degree, like, trying to see, like, I guess he's still in there somewhere. Jar Jar's on his balcony and he watches like he sees smoke off in the distance and he sees tanks rolling through the city and then you know every time he tries to ask his robot like hey like where are those tanks for like oh don't worry about that you know you need to send his birthday card for you know one of the senator's kids they're having a big birthday yeah. party down there can you go outside and wave and so you're kind of like you're building this idea is like he needs to get into that room and then martial law that's a weird name for a little kid all right I'll sign <laughs> yes, yes exactly and Qui-Gon's like what are you doing and I feel like this montage yeah. ends with Anakin's about to step in and then Jar Jar grabs his hand he's like hey Darth Vader he's like what he's like you know i'm more useful than just a fucking smile on my face like he figures out a piece of information it's like you know i know you're about to go in there and talk about like how to kill these like you know this resistance i think i could help you with that and then Anakin's like oh jar jar my boy you know <laughs> like come on in you know sort of thing you're like oh i get it. like you know what i mean like something like that yes no that's all very interesting and actually centering this next sequence around like the sort of friendship rekindled with darth vader right so <laughs> yeah. the other thing i was gonna say is like just this scene popped in my head of like this is Darth Vader's, you know, like fucking in like Jane Austen novels and like your sort of Elizabethan romances and stuff like that. There's or like even like I remember this happens in Rebecca. There's like mm-hmm. the debutante's ball. There's like where the young woman is going to come out to society. Right. And it's like their first ah, year, cotillion cotillion. Like you're, you're being shown to society. Mm-hmm. Do that. But for Darth Vader, this yeah, is the yeah. first time he's been seen in public oh. since becoming a cyborg. You have the scene. Yeah. Like, again, it's like a Titanic. You always have the corset tightening scene, right? Where like yeah. the stern matronly figures tightening the corset, which represents the shackles of the society that they're then going to go out and like try to, you know, like impress society. It's like this almost tender moment between master and apprentice where like the emperor is fussing over Darth Vader's outfit and like mm-hmm. polishing his buttons. And Darth Vader's really nervous <laughs> about going out to see people. And he's like, oh, my head looks like an egg. They <laughs> <laughs> Notice that when he got this cool helmet on. You look brilliant, Vader. The, yeah. the gleaming. Well, what if I press the green button on my chest? Don't press yeah. the green button, Vader. You know what it does. I'm no good with a cloak. Everybody thinks it's easy to wear a cloak, but every time I turn, it gets tangled. It's like, it's okay. There, there. You are a dark lord of the Sith. You are powerful. <laughs> you blah, blah, trying to talk him up, right? But Darth Vader's really <laughs> yes. insecure. Oh, you know what's great, by the way, is because Darth Vader is a Darth Vader, mm-hmm. the cotillion is like. Yes, he's a Darth Vader, yes. It's a lot like when, like, Tesla unveils a new car. You know what I mean? Like, he, like, rises <laughs> from the center of the stage and shit. <laughs> Lighting is going fucking ape shit. Fucking sick techno music is playing. You're going to do fine, my boy. But here's the thing. Every senator is going to want the first dance. Don't give it to the first guy who talks to you. <laughs> and then it's like, what? They're not going to really want to dance. But he's like, yes, they will. And then it's like the first was like, oh, Vader, do you mind? And he's like, uh, and you know, he like looks over to Papadine, like Papadine like shakes yeah, his head. He's like, uh, I have any panics and just snaps the guy's neck with the force. He's like, no, Vader, too strong. No, Vader. No, Vader. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. And then Vader runs crying out of the room and Jar Jar's smoking out on the fucking porch. He's like, are you as bored by that crowd as I am? <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh my God. I mean, literally. The fucking gay Regency romance between <laughs> Darth Vader and Jar Jar I never knew I needed. Okay, all right. Oh, but this God. is actually kind of the energy I'm talking about. Where yeah, yeah. I think then you, I, I could see doing like, one of the, again, like if you're going to do like a little good times montage and then you do like, he's like, Jar Jar, I have a very special task for you today, which is like, there's this big state dinner you know, to welcome the emperor back to Naboo, 
right? Like this is a big, important PR stop for the emperor. Yeah. And he's going to have his right-hand man with him, Darth Vader. He not only has to sell the world on himself, he has to sell the world on Darth Vader, his hulking, semi-robotic, mass-murdering apprentice, Ooh, right? That's a real tough sell. Gotta say, tough sell, tough sell. I feel like you're gonna use it as just like, a, this is another example of, look what he's done to my boy. Like, look how the Jedi hurt my boy, but he's here. He's like, a, he's a ruler now. I was gonna say, it's also, he, he thinks people are gonna be scared of Darth Vader in the wrong kind of way. Mm. He wants to bring Jar Jar along to sprinkle some of that Jar Jar sugar on Darth yeah. Vader. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's trying to like, you know, it's like, I need you to look after Darth Vader like he's all thumbs at this kind of thing like you're this yeah. suave you know like statesman who everyone likes I need you to look out for Darth Vader and like kind of take him under your wing or whatever but it's I don't know like I feel like there's a really interesting energy here. there's two ways to do it the other way like, like the way I was first saying is like it's more Darth Vader is clearly the kind of Hamilton like he's kind of taking Jar Jar underneath his wing but it's a little bit of condescending and he's got to step up and like impress him and show himself to be somebody different in order to be able to be in the room where it happens. Whereas, like, if he's already kind of, like, the person who's responsible for, like, it kind of makes Darth Vader feel weak, and I don't know what the challenge is for Jar Jar. The other thing, just looking down the road, right, like, the end of this thing is going to be Darth Vader killing him, right, and losing his soul. Yeah. So, like, I think portraying Darth Vader in a really vulnerable way at the beginning of this thing actually helps you. Yeah. Because it gives that arc somewhere to go. It gives the two of them something to kind of rebond over and it humanizes him in a way that's going to make the ending feel more tragic. I don't know that it needs to be Jar Jar being, like, taking him under his wing. They could just be, they're both two awkward kids, essentially, kind of in over their head. That's what I was getting at. Like, I mean, Jar Jar doesn't know what's going on. Jar Jar purpose is to be a smiling face and be like a positive figure in the again he's he's on the poster for Naboo and for all the people with money again for the fucking stupid casino planet or whatever like those people the people in the Hunger Games like he is the host on stage that reminds everybody like yeah look like the fucking new empire is great if you're wealthy and you are sending your kids to private school and thieves like who cares if there's gunfire everywhere else like look we got jar jar he's the hero governor everything's great here like that's jar jar's role like just to be this like positive figure and positive politician and i feel like the way you get the vulnerability with anakin is like one anakin's clearly not talking about all the shit that we know is that went down but like it could be as simple as like every time they're having these little talks and jar jar goes off to his like right you're essentially showing this moment where these two kids that like can talk in the hallway between classes it's like and when they get to the end of the hallway jar jar goes off into his like little palace throne where nobody talks to him and all he does is sign you know birthday cards and smile outside and anakin goes into this room that jar jar doesn't know what's going on but it's clearly anakin killing people and you get that vulnerability where one moment where maybe jar jar's like hey what goes on in there and then it's like you know what i don't know if i could handle what's in there if it wasn't for these talks jar jar and you know like a pat on the shoulder and a walk like oh shit like is anakin like messed up about what's going on like right you can kind of hint at that vulnerability with him and Jar Jar would feel sad and then he would talk about the Qui-Gon and Qui-Gon would smack him around and be like I don't give a fuck what the fuck are you doing get in that room like what are you doing you're just smiling you're not telling me anything you're not doing your job yeah I just I'm trying to get my head around the beats of this because it's all interesting it's It's all really good stuff like I love all of this like you could take a page out of the founding fathers and pass the bucks for the future us and just do your corset scene if you want to have a fun scene to write tonight well we need to get from point (laughs) a to point b like the next scene (laughs) is not Darth Vader getting his corset tightened by the Emperor. It could be. (laughs) Again, I just, in my head, I'm picturing a state dinner where this all comes to a head, right? Again, that feels like a classic politics-y kind of thing. That's jacked up. Darth Vader can't eat. (laughs) He's got to go eat in his room in his little boss pod. Let's say you establish this kind of rhythm, this kind of conflict or whatever. And I don't know, like Jar Jar needs to find a way to impress the Emperor enough to get let into the inner room. Then you do, there's this state dinner where 
The Emperor is there. Darth Vader is here. The thing Darth Vader is trying to do that he's struggling with is to suss out who is behind the resistance on the planet, right? Or like, you know, like within the Emperor's inner circle or within like the people at the state dinner, someone is slipping secrets to the resistance. Darth Vader is trying to figure out who it is, but Darth Vader's scaring the bejesus out of everyone. He's terrible at it, right? And so then it would be like the two of them help each other out. And then like at this dinner, like all the tables turn and the Jar Jar manages to sell, like figure, I don't know. Like I'm rambling now. I think you could do like, you do a little quick thing of everybody meeting Jar Jar, all the politicians smiling, and then he gets pulled away by Darth Vader. It's like, looks like we're working together, and you get this um, moment with them, which we could talk about specifically. And maybe that's like all we write tonight, but like, I don't know. I think from there, it is, I think this is about this moment is Jar Jar. It reminds me of Infernal Affairs. It's like you're getting the first undercover stuff. I think you're essentially going between, like, you're seeing the status quo. Jar Jar is not told anything. Like, he's trying to figure out stuff. He's not told anything. He's doing pointless things like signing mm-hmm. birthday cards or whatever. And he's also beginning to think that Anakin's still a good person who can be saved. I think this is the thing you need to establish. That he thinks he can be saved because I yes. think what you do is you build up to... Anakin is vulnerable right outside the door one of these times. It's always like a bro-y kind of jock, like, ah, go be a politician. I'm going to go be a murderer. Hey, hey. Mm-hmm. you know, and then one time Anakin says something that feels vulnerable. Like, you know, I don't know, you know, sometimes I just wish, you know, there was, you know, some of my mentors were still around or something. And Jar Jar's about to say is like, hey, maybe if I like, maybe if he knew Qui-Gon was around oh. and he's about to say something or whatever. And I don't know if the power goes out or something and like he's beat over the head and he's disappeared. And Qui-Gon's like, what the fuck are you doing? Or, or he doesn't tell him. And then Qui-Gon, you know, found out mm-hmm. or whatever. It's like, you understand like what you're doing? Like he's beyond saving, you know, like, and that's also the theme stated right there is like, yeah, right. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah. like there's no good left in that person. Like there's good and evil and you're on the side of good and you got to do evil to do the good. So go to evil now in order to find out about the evil plans shut up and be a bad guy okay 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 by the way i think a lot of this stuff is like 10 minutes down the road i don't think that this is necessarily the next thing yeah yeah yeah. that's the meat and potatoes we're getting to working from the other end of this i could see we're doing the scene jar just shaking hands right then you could do those like well that's all the time we have today gentlemen and then the emperor pats jar jar on the back and he's like he looks to his bros and they go into another room that jar jar is not let into and then again you do the godfather shot right like he looks in and sees the emperor turning on project exodus or whatever and then the guy closes the door he's like oh what is that so you establish a little bit of intrigue you establish Jar Jar on the outs of something, right? That's kind of the punchline of that scene. And then you cut to like a new beat of Jar Jar in his role as governor, selling one of the emperor's new onerous policies to the people of Naboo. Everyone's cheering, yay! But then who's that in the background? It's like a scowling Gungan or something like that. It's Croquet Seal and he sees her and then she turns her back and walks away. I like that. So so in terms of this scene, maybe just bear with me, couldn't you just do, I like what you just said, Mm -hmm. I think to make it a full chunky scene, I think you want to introduce Darth Vader as soon as possible. Mm -hmm. Can't you do, he's being shown around, he's getting the smiles. He's like, okay, he's a new politician. Mm-hmm. He gets pulled by Darth Vader. Be like, hey, it looks like he got pulled into this. And you have a little moment with the two of them. And who interrupts their conversation? It's Emperor Palpatine. Be like, uh, you know, you did well tonight, Jar Jar. Come, Darth Vader. We have much to discuss. And you do the Godfather shot is when he's pulled in and the wife's not, Oh, it's right? Darth Vader closing the door. Yes. Yes. Darth Vader closes the door yes, on Palpatine, yes, like yes, with yes, Palpatine. Yes, and like they're reconnected. You get like, oh, look, this is my friend who just murdered a bunch of kids. But hey, he's still in. Like you get that briefest moment because he's acting like a normal human being to Jar Jar. like, I'm just glad you're still here jar jar mm-hmm. like it's gonna be nice to have somebody around here not all these mm-hmm. fake faces you know sort of thing and he's like a little aggro but it's like you get it and then jar jar is you know about to say something to him or just talk to him or whatever and yeah i think you do the godfather shot with palpatine bringing in vader into the room and not jar jar and it's pretty clear like cinematically vader's in jar jar's ooh, not ooh, ooh, ooh. Matt, 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 mm-hmm. Matt. i got it i yes. got it i got it 
Okay, it's fuck the montage. Hear me out. Governor Jar Jar Binks, everyone, blah, 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 you know, he makes a joke. He's like, no, you know, like the governor will take some of your questions, right? Jar Jar's first test. Now you do. Jar Jar, what's it like working so great for the guy like me from Galactic Bootlicker News? Like, you know, what do you like <laughs> the most about Emperor Palpatine? Like, well, it's all these puff pieces. And then you have a fucking hard-hitting journalist from Naboo being like, how can you fucking turn your back on the people or whatever? Blah, 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 right? And it starts this commotion, right? And then who puts down this fucking nosy protester other than no, security. revealed, no, revealed Darth Vader? You do the oh, yeah. person. Security. Goes, yeah, <laughs> security, yeah, security, yeah, security. Yeah. And then, yes, you do, oh, shit, here's Darth <laughs> Vader lifting this person in the air and throwing him out the goddamn window or whatever you do, right? And then it's <laughs> yeah. like, oh, shit. And then it's like the, the audience isn't expecting Darth Vader. And it's like, ah, yes, this is my apprentice Darth Vader, right? And it's like, holy shit. And it's like, that will be all the questions today. And then you do, it's like, oh, do you know what I mean? Yes, can you please do, it's Darth Vader. And then everybody's talking to Vader and Jar Jar is astonished. And he walks out, like, now I just want to do the balcony scene with him, though. Is Jar Jar walks out to the balcony and looks down, you know, a hundred floors and can barely see the corpse off in the distance. And he's just, you know, he's like, oh my God, what have I got myself into? And who's that that opens up the door and leans against the balcony? Oh, sorry about that. Sorry about that. Jar Jar wild in there, huh? How you doing? Like, hands up a cigarette. Like, oh my God, it's Darth Vader sort of thing. So, yes. Okay, this is feeling good. Though, or you don't want them to meet each other. No, I think they should meet, right? Yeah, like, I, I do yeah, too. I like, think you want that little moment with them before Palpatine takes, again, literally Palpatine is going to take Darth Vader, Anakin from Jar Jar. Like, that's the story, right? So, like, you're literally showing it here. He's going to take him away from Jar Jar's like, Annie, I, I feel like there's still good in you or something. He's like, what? Of course there is. Like, I'm fucking rad. It's like, yeah, but it's like, oh, Jar Jar. It's like, you know, I must take Darth Vader away. He's like, hey, bro, I'll see you later, you know, sort of thing. I'm like, oh. This is all very good. Yeah. I, this is a question that I genuinely don't know the answer to, which is that do people know that Anakin Skywalker is Darth Vader? It doesn't seem like they do, right? That's a good question. Let me hold on one second. They're saying that Darth Vader's true identity was a closely guarded secret. <laughs> oh, they thought Anakin Skywalker died during 66. That makes this a thousand times better because he's looking over the balcony and then that guy shows up mm -hmm. and he's like, oh, hey, he's like, sorry about that. I'm security. He's like, oh, okay, don't worry. I'm not going to throw you over. <laughs> he's like, uh, okay, I should go. He's like, hey, you know who's behind this face? He's like, what? He's like, He's like, I'm going to kill you. You know, he does some stupid joke. Like, he lifts up George. like, watch out. He's like, oh, God, no, please don't kill me. I'm going to kill you. My name's, dude, it's me, Annie, buddy. He's like, what? Yeah, it's Annika Skywalker. It's like, oh, my God. Yeah. You know would be great is if he was like, yo, hey, Jar Jar, check this shit out. And he, like, lifts off his helmet. It's like, yo, it's me. I'm about to hold my breath, though. Isn't this dope? It's me. I didn't die during 66, Jar Jar. I actually survived it. I, I hid. And some bad stuff happened. And Jar Jar knows that he totally killed a bunch of kids. But, you know, Anakin's there being like, yo, this is dope. I'm here, though. He lifts up the mask and he holds his breath and he closes like, did you see that? I couldn't talk because I was holding my breath. But like, yeah, it's me. He's like, I, who? There was an egg in there. It's like, oh, it's Anakin. He's like, oh, my God. <laughs> Actually, that's a way to show that he's vulnerable. If it's a closely guarded secret, the fact that Darth Vader, that Anakin would tell Jar Jar that it's actually Anakin is telling. And that means Jar Jar does have this secret. And it's also something that if the Emperor ever found out, it'd be very, like, you know, whatever. The only thing I was going to say, the only thing I was going to say is mm -hmm. that, I, yes, I agree, that's all very good. I do feel like 
it's better for rather than just have Darth Vader be like, it's fucking me, you know, Darth Vader, it's me, Anakin, right? Again, he's trying <laughs> to bury his past self. I would do yes. that. Qui-Gon can hip fucking Jar Jar to the fact that this guy is Anakin Skywalker. He's like, do not tell him you know that, Jar Jar. Like, the, <laughs> otherwise, he'll fucking have a bunch of questions as to how you figured that out. And then you do at one point in one of these vulnerable moments when it feels like Darth Vader is like, I don't have any friends in the world. And he reveals, he says, Annie, he reveals that he knows who it is. And then that becomes he's a like, how did movie. you know who I was? Yeah, and it's like the I can. Oh, I he can, starts force choking Jar Jar. Ooh, that's an intense moment. It's like how did he know who I was? Oh, that's a trailer moment right there, right? Like that's the that end of the trailer sting. It's like a, a silhouette profile shot. Vader force choking Jar Jar, and you're and like, then he can say something really sweet. Like he's like, I just knew it was you. Like you know, it's like it's like yeah. I, you know, like nobody I, pilots. Uh, uh. Pod racers like you. But like, I like that being a risk that he takes later on to essentially like make as it's like play the dramatic irony for a little bit that Jar Jar knows who he is, but you know, like uh, Anakin doesn't know that. Okay. Then yeah, then this thing's even easier. It's like he pulls him aside and I like actually what's fun with that is that it shows that clearly, even though he's saying he's Darth Vader, there is some, there's a reason why Darth Vader pulled Jar Jar aside to introduce himself. Like, Hey, I'm Darth Vader. Like I'm, you know, going to be the head of the, I am the emperor's new, yeah, armed yes. awesome dude like you're the civilian side of this planet right now i'm the military side you know and it's like oh okay and it's like oh he clearly wants to talk Look to forward Jar -Jar. working with you bro yeah he's like bro i mean uh person i don't care about stupid gun gun <laughs> he like punches things like ow anyways um uh, i love you what bye <laughs> in the previous yeah, i forgot in the previous scene oh qui-gon did reveal that anakin is darth vader well that's classic that's classic that both of them don't know it's two people lying to each other like he knows it's anakin, yes, 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 yeah. and anakin doesn't know he doesn't know it's anakin yeah but he's pretending he doesn't know yes because even then it's like he hasn't seen darth vader right he's hard the last version yeah. of darth vader that he saw was like the vision of anakin holding the lightsaber he hasn't seen like meddled yes. out cyborg darth vader so the, the him being like holy fuck who's this terrifying dude who just choked out a fucking reporter and killed them yes and then the emperor being like this is my press man you know for whatever he has yes. some joke darth vader and then he's like oh my god that's anakin and then yes you do the moment between them after and then he goes into the room yes and neither and yes darth vader does not know that jar jar knows he's anakin mm -hmm. and jar jar hasn't said it yet but jar jar is like oh shit like this yeah, is gonna yeah, be yeah. hard and then we're going to see yes in the next episode we'll figure out exactly what the montage is up to him getting into the room yeah okay so it's essentially and he gets and the emperor doesn't know that he knows either right so yes. you would do like essentially i think you do there's this press conference jar Jar gets heckled. Darth Vader kicks the absolute snot out of the heckler, and then the press yeah. conference is over. Everyone's like, "Holy shit!" Right? And he's like, "Oh yes, yeah. I forgot." He's like, "Jar Jar," and then you're the Emperor's like, "Jar Jar, you're a natural. You handled the question so well." Oh yes, and I forgot to introduce you to my new apprentice, Darth Vader. I don't believe you yes. that. And he's like, uh, "It's nice to meet you, Darth Vader." He's like, "It's nice to meet you, Governor Binks." And you're like, "What the yeah. fuck?" He's like, "No, Jar Jar, yeah, yeah. we have much to discuss. Boring matters like Project Exodus." And then like the <laughs> they go into their room and they shut the door, and then you cut to Qui Gon being like, "What the fuck?" Because Project Exodus. And I can't figure it out, even though I'm a ghost that can go anywhere, theoretically. I think you can end it on the Godfather shot, then we'll figure out exactly yes, how no, to... Because no, no, I think we need to figure out how the whole him talking to... Um, Qui-Gon will work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know if you want Qui-Gon just showing up all the time because it's like Qui-Gon, you could just, remember we were talking about, it's like, he could just be this. We should hand wave that at some point that Qui-Gon can't get close to the Emperor because the Emperor will sense his presence. And, yeah, we, we kind of said that and we were going to do like, yeah, he's yeah. like up on the balconies or whatever, but we'll figure that out. I think up to the Godfather shot's a good place. Yes. Oh, and this is a fun scene. Like the press conference, Darth, and then again, it's yeah. doing this person like, you know, yelling at Jar Jar and be like, why did, pa I actually like it being, well, why did Padme really die? Is like, yes. like, they're not telling us the whole truth, Jar Jar. Yes. You know, like, I thought you were a warrior for the truth blah, blah, and then what's fun with that is like he's being the security person but also anakin's just angry at the question yeah he's him. like why did padme die and this guy's asking why did padme die and then the reveal is he just starts choking
smoking. And you're like, what? Yeah. And then you pan over oh, so and good. it just oh, steps out good. of the shadow like fucking Jason Voorhees. There will be no like, more questions. There will be no more mm. questions. Senator Binks will not entertain these boring mm. questions mm. anymore. Questions. Yes. Or whatever. Yes, very cool. Yeah. Oh, that's so, that's baller. All right, I love this. This is great. If you have any more questions, you can follow him. And then he throws them out the window. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow this journalist. Ah! <laughs> Dang, dude. So topical. Yeah. Yeah. It's like drinks will be served in the room and further questions will be served outside. And he just throws them. <laughs> <laughs> further questions will that's so good. He just throws out the window. Any further questions will be answered, answered outside. outside. And this <laughs> throws this dude out the window. <laughs> and all the journalists just Everyone look just and they're like mm, the and they just pour they start like they just toast and they start drinking and dancing. And you know what it is? It's every journalist takes their notepad and just slowly closes it and <laughs> puts the pen away. <laughs> their little press <laughs> card out of their hat this is great i'm i'm a big fan of this scene i can't wait to write this this is really good in the bot i mean we'll just follow up but definitely in the montage you do when he's like looking he's like trying to figure out what's going on he just keeps showing front page papers and they're all like palace has pretty great beer it's like <laughs> the palace is like the wednesday had the best wine so far this week it's like the journalists are just doing absolutely nothing terrified yeah <laughs> breaking story jar jar drank a little bit too much last night please follow me for any more breaking news and then he breaks the <laughs> thing, throwing out the windows all right yeah all right so we'll take a break uh we're gonna go type that up and when we come back we'll read out this press conference scene hey kid your dad tell you about the time he broke steven dorf's nose at the kids choice awards in dead pilot society scripts that were developed by studios and networks but were never produced are given the table reads they deserve. When I was a kid, I had to spend my Christmas break filming a PSA about angel dust. So yeah, being a kid sucks sometimes. Presented by Andrew Reich and Ben Blacker. Dead Pilot Society, twice a month on MaximumFun.org. You know, the show you like, that hobo with the scarf who lives in a magic dumpster. (laughs) (laughs) Doctor Who? Yeah. The part of Matt Arnold tonight will be played by nobody. Matt is feeling a little bit sick, and we don't want to gross you out with his gross voice. A small (laughs) service the Story Break Podcast provides to you, our dear listener. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. Interior Palpatine's Chambers. Jar Jar shakes hands with Emperor Palpatine as a packed room of journalists watch. Palpatine throws an arm around Jar Jar and gives a smile for the cameras. It is my great honor to introduce Governor Jar Jar Binks. Applause and camera flashes fill the air. Nate 38, watching from the wings, wipes an imaginary tear from her eye. Jar Jar masks the pain in his soul behind one of his big, goofy, trademark smiles. Governor, your public awaits. The applause die down as all eyes lock onto Jar Jar. He gulps nervously and prepares to address the journalists. Thank you. Thank you. Um... Misa's so thrilled to serve the people. <clears throat> Palpatine gives a subtle cough of the throat. Uh, 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 Misa mean the, the emperor as the first planetary governor of Naboo. The reporters fire off a flurry of questions at Jar Jar. Will the people of Naboo accept imperial rule? What's your top priority as governor? We're all from the 30s, all the 30s reporters. <laughs> How does it feel to be the first Gungan to hold Naboo's highest office? Jar Jar, disoriented for a moment, finds his footing with this last question. Uh... Misa thinking it's about time. He gives a playful thumbs up, earning a friendly chuckle from the crowd. 
except for reporter number four. It's been one week since the sudden death of your colleague, Senator Amidala. Reporter number four is part of the foreign press and has a slight German accent. The part of reporter number four will be played by Werner Herzog. It has been one week since the sudden death of your colleague, Senator Amidala. Why won't the Empire release her autopsy report? What are you hiding? What darkness lies within this pages? A pang of guilt from Jar Jar. He glances out the window. The plaza has been transformed into a massive memorial shrine for Padme. Her floating holographic portrait looks down on dozens of mourners paying their respects with flowers and wreaths. Jar Jar glances to Palpatine, who gives him a nod. Jar Jar recites a clearly rehearsed speech. <clears throat> Senator Amidala was a brave leader and a dear friend. And if she were alive today, Misa thinks she'd want all of us to put aside our differences and come together to serve our great new empire. But reporter number four ain't having it. But why were the medical droids' memories wiped? What is the emperor hiding? How did Padme Amidala die? You know what's crazy? I can't be Herzog because Herzog's in Star Wars now. (laughs) Damn. You know what I'm saying? He's in The Mandalorian. So Uh, it's like, I can't have this fun fantasy. The part of reporter number four will be played by Klaus Kinski. (laughs) By unnamed Bavarian man. Unnamed Bavarian man. Reporter number four stops abruptly. He tries to force out the words, but they won't come. He claws at his throat. He's choking. A murmur of alarm breaks out in the crowd as a door slides open and deep robotic breathing cuts through the air. Darth Vader, early 20s. Fuck off. That's the funniest. Sorry. That's the fucking funniest. Dude, no. That's the fucking funniest shit, dude. He's 22 when he becomes Darth Vader's supreme lord and commander of the Imperial forces. He's a zoomer. Dude. Darth Vader, comma, early 20s. If you ever write this in a script, you can literally just like stop typing and just stare off in the middle distance and be like, I've done it. I've become a screenwriter. I've done it. That's a dream line right there. It's a dream line. Darth Vader, early 20s, evil but doesn't know it, stands in the doorway of Palpatine's (laughs) private office. His force-choking <laughs> hand outstretched. A panic breaks out among the reporters. Jar Jar trembles in fear. A spark of irritation flashes on Palpatine's face, but he quickly recovers and gives a sinister smile. Dear friends, allow me to introduce another new member of my administration. Please meet my personal lieutenant and supreme commander of the Imperial forces, Lord Darth Vader. Okay, now this is, how are we going to do this, man? Darth Vader's voice is... Is there like a Vader me app? We could just do that. Uh, hold on, Will. Let me just, I think I have a voice mod account. Oh my oh, God. Yeah, hold on, hold on. Let me just uh, <laughs> download <laughs> an app on my phone. Uh, Freddie, just a note. In this performance, could you let the hate flow through you? <laughs> but I have to kind of give a cool early 20s vibe, right? You just got out of college. You're looking for a job while trying to find yourself in Los Angeles. Your biggest inspiration is the films of Greta Gerwig. This conference is over. <laughs> Any further questions will be answered outside. He swipes his arm to the side, and reporter number four goes flying out the window. The reporters scream and flee from the room. Jar Jar watches the whole spectacle in terror. Well, Lord Vader, not exactly the way I had planned to introduce you to the galaxy, but effective nonetheless. Thank you, Master. Oh, I don't believe you two have had the pleasure of meeting. Jar Jar Binks, meet Darth Vader. Pure melancholy fills Jar Jar's face as he looks into the cold black eyes of Vader's mask. Flashback. For a brief moment, we're thrown back to the moment Jar Jar first met Anakin as a smiling, innocent child on Tatooine. In flashback, 
Jar Jar quickly hides his melancholy behind another polite smile. It's a bombad honor, Lord Vader. Vader's mask is as unreadable as ever, as is his deep, stoic voice. The honor is mine, Governor Binks. Your transport to Naboo awaits you, Governor. As for us, we have some tedious state business to attend to. Come, Vader. The Red Council awaits. But I don't wish to attend this meeting. I wish to Vader, stop being a dick and listen to me. I'm your boss. You're supposed to do stuff that I say. (laughs) I like a petulant Vader. I'm just (laughs) improving some lines here. But you told me I could go play with my friends at the mall. I was supposed to meet my friends skateboarding by the Sabaro. Dwayne told me about this cool skate spot that he had found by those waterfalls, and you said that I could do it if I chose one. Now, Vader, I'll take you to GameStop later, and you can pick out something for the Nintendo Switch. (laughs) Palpatine leads Vader into his office as two of those red troopers gently but firmly usher Jar Jar and Nate 38 into the hallway. Jar Jar cranes his neck to see past them and catches a glimpse of Vader looking back at him from within Palpatine's private office. Beyond him, Palpatine addresses the holographic forms of several hooded figures. Before he can see any more, the doors slide shut in Jar Jar's face. Dude, it was hella fun writing Vader. I gotta be honest. That was cool. That was like, all right, yeah, this is cool. Like I get why people like Star Wars, just for the chance of pretending to write James Earl Jones's deep voice. I gotta say, I've never like I tried writing fan fiction in high school and I couldn't get into it. But like doing the script and like sitting in the chair and then writing like Darth Vader shows up, I was definitely like, oh, this is fun. I like I get why people do this now. Like this has definitely been a treat, I gotta say. That's cool. This is a treat, but maybe not as big of a treat as seeing all the great fan art that shows up every week. Indeed. Most indeed. Uh, We got some very, very fun stuff, as always, this week. So thanks very much. First of all, to Story Broke on Twitter, who tweeted us an incredibly creepy uh, piece of Where's Waldo-inspired fan art. This is like more of like a spooky horror twist on Waldo, but that was very, very good. Mm. So thanks to Story Broke. Thanks as well to Alex Cochran for sending us a picture of the Alexander Hamilton Jar Jar Binks musical mashup poster, uh, which was hysterical. So Lin-Manuel, I know you're listening, so get at us. Let's do that collab. Let's do it. <laughs> Last but most certainly not least, Vacuous Mermaid on Twitter has sent us a very fun Palpatine no fear Jedi comic about Palpatine's fear of grappling hooks, which was very, very <laughs> funny as well. Wait, really? Oh, wait. It's the no fear, one fear meme, but with Palpatine, it's like they did a spot on recreation of the meme. So like, I was very, very <laughs> impressed. It looks fantastic. Jedi. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see all that great fan art on uh, twitter.com slash rjstorybreak, or you can visit our Facebook group to join the discussion at bit.ly slash storybreakfb. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you to Chad Ellis for editing this podcast thank you to maximum fun for being our excellent podcast network stick around check out some of the other shows that advertise on this one they're great or head on over to maximumfun.org to check out all the other great shows on the network find your next podcast addiction do it do it my name is freddie wong i'm will campos and matt arnold is not here matt get better soon uh we'll see you next week buddy he doesn't have covid he took the test so he just to be clear COVID. he doesn't have COVID. he's he's fine it appears to be just the common cold which you can still get so everybody uh you know uh, wear a mask and wash your hands and all that. That's still important. It does make you wonder that the flu and the common cold are both things. You know, it's funny because you'd be like, well, why not just wear masks during flu season? And then you realize, guess what they do in Asia, idiots? <laughs> Thank you.
Hi, I'm James, host of Minority Corner, which is a podcast that's all about intersectionality. It's hosted by James with a guest host every week. Discussing all sorts of wonderful issues, nerdy and political. Pop culture. Black queer. Feminism. Race. Sexuality. News. You're going to learn your history, their self-empowerment, and it's told by what feels like your best friend. Why should someone listen to Minority Corner? Why not? Oh my God. Free stuff. There's not free stuff. The listeners of Minority Corner will enjoy some necessary LOLs, but mainly a look at what's happening in our world through a colorful lens. People will get the perspective of marginalized communities. I feel heard. I feel seen. Like you said, you need to understand how to be more proactive in your community, and this is a great way to get started. Join us every Friday on Max Fun or wherever you get your podcast. Minority, Minority Corner. Corner. Because, because together, together, we're the majority. majority.